Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be discussing how to defeat evil. This is an extremely topic because whether we are aware of it or not, whether we like it or not, we're all exposed to evil in some ways and are going to be impacted by it. Uh, in today's podcast episode, I want to discuss the nature of evil, uh, how to discern between something that is evil in nature, even when it appears that it is not, uh, as well as some tools that we can develop to help us overcome the universal negative forces of evil. Uh, before we jump in, I want to suggest a book. This book is People of the Lie by Scott M. Peck. This book is a classic, and uh, this book brings so much needed clarity on the nuances of evil and uh, how we can assure that we don't allow it to consume our lives. Uh, I'm going to share a link to purchase this book in the description section below. Highly recommend this this book. This is a fundamental book on 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 evil uh, and a staple when it comes to uh, topics like evil and and narcissism. So to begin, in order to defeat evil, we, it is important to understand the nature of evil. We have to understand what it is that we are trying to defeat. So evil can be seen as darkness in contrast to, to light or, or, or negativity in contrast to goodness or positivity. And the nature of light is that it dispels a lot of darkness just by its very existence. You don't need a lot of light to defeat darkness. You may want to think in terms of a candle, right? When you light a candle in a dark room, the darkness itself ceases to exist. So darkness or evil itself doesn't have any true existence. And while it certainly exists and is very real, its existence isn't a true existence. In its essence, it is simply the absence of light. Now, it seems that evil already has so many associations, most notably by religions. It can be difficult to see it objectively, uh, especially if you were raised, let's say, in an environment that taught evil as, as the devil who influ influences extremely violent acts. Uh, the truth is, is that evil is much more nuanced and much more close and tangible than, than we could imagine. So the following are some tangible examples uh, of how we can understand what evil is. To better understand how we relate to evil, how we can experience evil in our own lives, and uh, to understand the true nature of evil. So you can say that evil is negativity, right? Anything negative, uh, negative thoughts, negative energy, or low vibrations, low frequencies, you can say that this is compared to, to, to evil. Uh, evil can be seen as falsehoods or deception or lies that cover up the truth. Uh, anything that denies nature can be seen as evil. Anything that doesn't allow nature to be itself and, and, and grow and express itself. Uh, evil can be seen as the opposite of love or anything that denies love its or, or one's authentic self-expression can be seen as evil. Uh, evil can also be seen as distance from God or distance from, 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 from love or distance from, from truth. Now, because the world is balanced, everything in the world is going to have an opposite 
So whenever there's a darkness uh, and evil, there's an equally powerful light and positivity, sort of a yin-yang. So when it comes to defeating evil, the goal is not to destroy it because it is there to serve a purpose. So, and the purpose is not to destroy it, but rather the purpose of evil is to offer contrast to the good, right? The positive and the light. Uh, the contrast is what allows there to be good in the world. Without contrast, there'd be no appreciation for the good because good is only good if there is something to contrast it to. So evil is, is necessary and it has a role. It was created for a role and destroying it is not the goal, but rather to understand its role and we can even use our awareness of evil uh, to benefit us. Evil can be seen as the necessary conflict created so we can grow. Right? Without conflict, without challenges, we wouldn't have the opportunity to grow to our full potential. So the purpose of life is to grow, so the purpose of darkness is, or, or, or evil or negativity is to challenge us so that we can rise above that negativity and, and grow to our full potential. What happens when we try to fight with evil or we even hate evil or try to destroy evil is that we actually enmesh with it. And because of this reason, oftentimes we become the very thing we are trying to fight. And in truth, darkness, evil, is not driven out by more evil or more darkness uh, or by fighting it. Rather, darkness can only really be driven out by uh, through the light. Now, I talk a lot about, in this, in this podcast, talk a lot about present moment awareness, non-reactivity. That's uh, pretty much one of my main themes when it comes to healing. I also talk a lot about being authentic, being true to yourself. So when it comes to developing these life skills, if you are to compare your authenticity, your present moment awareness to the light, right, to the love, to the truth, then when you are showing up to life authentically aligned, honest, transparent, uh, self-accepting, right? Who you are, loving yourself, then in essence, you are the light. You are shining your light in a world that's full of negativity, of falsehoods, of deception, of inauthenticity in this darkness. So your very present moment experience is actually lighting up the darkness. So authenticity, based on this, we can see that authenticity is the best defense against evil. And the truth is the best defense against lies and self-love and self-acceptance is, is the best defense against, against uh, negativity. Acceptance, truth, is uh, the best defense against, let's say, lies or denial. So the focus is not so much on what evil is doing uh, and what it particularly is doing to us in our lives. We are not a victim of evil. Uh, the, we, in essence, evil is, exists and how we react to it is our choice. So our reaction, our focus needs to be on what is the reaction to, to, to evil, to negativity? How am I going to use negativity to, to personally grow, to, to rise above it? So how am I using the conflicts that show up in my life? Not to become negative or resentful or angry or ashamed or hateful or like a victim, but rather how am I using these experiences to transmute them through being authentic, being present in the moment, uh, and, and ultimately transmuting these experiences into higher vibrational experiences to love, to happiness, to joy, to wisdom, to enlightenment, uh, to, to light in essence. In addition, I think that many people have a hard time realizing that evil does exist and we all have the ability to act on evil and its influences on impulses of darkness and negativity and i imagine we've all heard the parable of the two wolves that are inside of us and the wolf that we feed is going to be the one that 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 we are uh, more like the one we nurture we become like so one of them one of the one of the wolves is negative one of them is positive and the winner uh, like i mentioned is the one that we we feed so if we are nurturing our own negativity 
our known negative thinking, habits of, of negativity, negative false core beliefs, this is gonna become our main paradigm of existence. Those become the habits which become who we are. So in essence, we become like the evil. Uh, and this only feeds into the, the, the evils and the darkness of, of the world, the dark forces of the world. So when we feed positivity, when we transmute negativity to positivity, then we are feeding the positivity. positivity. We are adding more light into this world. Now, each one of us, uh, within each one of us, there is a, a battle for negativity uh, versus positivity, good versus evil. Uh, so when you master yourself, when you master your emotions, when you master non-reactivity, present moment awareness, you, you master life lessons, you grow to your full potential, and you shift into a life of authenticity and, and of presence and love, this is quite literally how we defeat the evil. So the answer to how we defeat evil essentially is be you, be authentic, be the light in the darkness. So as mentioned, one light is going to d dispel a lot of darkness. It only takes a small candle, like I mentioned, to light up a dark room. So one person who does the healing work and showing up to life authentic can really be a threat to the darkness. It can shatter countless illusions and uh, of many different people uh, and, and chase away negativity for, for many people acro across, across the world. Now, one of the main tools of evil is deception. Uh, it's to hide the truth behind a facade. Now, this is where, essentially, it uses truth against itself, against truth. It hides its negative intentions behind, behind false promises, a beautiful facade, truthful words. So when we observe evil and we see it for what it is, we realize that it's simply truths, truths that are covered up, and in essence, we become aware. This is what it means to become aware of the truth in the darkness. So this observing and our awareness can be seen as light. Right? The awareness of the truth within, uh, the awareness that all that truly exists in its true nature is love and light, the awareness that below all the terrible things that people might do is an innocence, is a, a soul, a spirit that we all have. When we realize that our true nature is good, then we can ultimately choose compassion towards the darkness. We can be, in essence, uh, the light in the darkness. And this is where compassion can be a very powerful tool because when we see the darkness and we realize that that deep down there's actually good, then ultimately we see that its true nature is not necessarily evil, but rather deep down there is truth, there is love, there is authenticity. Now, I imagine we've all experienced the anger and the frustration towards our perpetrator, let's say they were narcissistically abusive, and really a difficulty forgiving them for what they have done. And this is totally understandable, this is totally uh, makes sense after, after being a victim of a narcissistic perpetrator. So on the road to recovery and healing from abuse and trauma, we are going to be challenged to see the past and even see our perpetrators through the lens of love, compassion, and forgiveness. And the reason this is such a vital and important step is because as long as we are seeing our perpetrator as evil, thinking that that is their true nature, we will have a hard time forgiving them and ultimately letting go. And as a result of that, moving forward, moving on past our, our, our traumas and abuse. And there's absolutely a place to feel and express whatever you're feeling, anger, hate, unforgiveness. And it's not something, this is not a level that can be reached easily, but as we continue doing the healing and, and do the work, we, we wanna get to a place of compassion and forgiveness because ultimately this is how we heal. This is how we heal the world. This is how we defeat the darkness. And this is ultimately, this is how we truly heal ourselves. And this is how we become the light by becoming more compassionate and this is how we can truly move on. So when we realize that someone who is a narcissistic individual, someone who is psychologically, emotionally, spiritually abusive, somebody who has done terrible things to other people, 
they themselves were abused in a very similar manner. And when we realize that the true nature of this person is not evil, but rather someone who has chosen to act on their pain and ultimately perpetrate that towards other people, we realize this is not their nature. This is not who they truly are. And deep down, although it might be difficult to see it, deep down, uh, they are uh, a creation of God and ultimately worthy of love, regardless of what they've done. Uh, they're worthy of compassion and, and ultimately forgiveness. Again, not an easy level to reach, but ultimately something we want to strive towards because at the end of the day, this is really what it means to, to move on, to move past trauma and to heal. So in some ways, a narcissistically abusive relationship can be seen as the opportunity to learn important life lessons on how to truly show compassion, how to let go, and how to how to forgive. You can say that the narcissistically abusive relationship is sort of a school in that way to teach us these very important life lessons. So when we have reached a level on our healing, uh, when we've reached a level on our healing journey where we can honestly look at the darkness and have compassion, we have overcome an incredible amount of turmoil and conflict. This is really what it means to grow. This is what it means to heal. So when we can look back at our experiences, we could even see our perpetrators as, as teachers and ultimately have compassion on the fact that they are choosing negativity and uh, at their true core, they would not choose this, but rather something happened to them that influenced them to choose it. We reach a place of compassion and this is an incredibly powerful place of transformation and healing. Now, of course, this podcast is uh, this podcast is called Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I talk a lot about narcissism and healing from narcissistic abuse, narcissism. Uh, narcissism, however, is just another term that we use for what other people use. They use maybe darkness, negativity, evil. Uh, and these are things that have existed since the beginning of creation. Darkness and evil is not something new. Narcissistic abuse is not a new concept. Uh, the war of good versus evil, light versus darkness, positivity toward, uh, toward, toward negativity has always been the battle of humanity. It's, humanity. it's been the story of humanity. Uh, and humanity has been fighting this battle as long as they have existed. Uh, this battle is not something new. The methods of evil uh, and, and ultimately the methods of defeating it, while we may live in a different world, perhaps more technologically advanced, uh, this, the, the, the truths and the methods of defeating evil and healing are, are very much, very much the same. So when you as an individual go through something terrible, go through traumas, go through abuse, when you overcome your darkness and you work to become whole, trans transparent, authentic, self-accepting, self-loving, self-forgiving, inwardly peaceful, that is quite literally the most powerful weapon against darkness and evil. So obviously, when we look at history, we see people who have committed terrible things, atrocities, right? Hitler, Stalin, to name a few. And these evils are inconceivable, incomprehensible, However, it's important to understand that this same evil that caused these people to do these things is the very evil that exists on some level within us. And this is a very uncomfortable truth uh, because we don't want to think we're capable of doing such terrible things. But in reality, every single person has the ability, the capability of nurturing the negativity within and choosing to repeatedly nurture habits of, of evil, of cruelty, of, of negativity. Now, I'm not trying to scare you, but I am trying to make a point uh, and, and, and this is not to, to make you feel uh, fearful or ashamed, but rather because unless we acknowledge and accept that there is evil within, we cannot work with that evil and ultimately uh, rise above it. Unless we accept that we have the ability to make choices that are evil, in fact, uh, then in, in essence what we're doing is we are living in denial of our own evils. And in some way, this is actually what perpetrates evil, thinking that we are above it all and we can't do terrible things and are living in denial of our own uh, essentially ability to to uh to do evil and it's this lack of awareness that 
quite literally oftentimes leads people to do heinous crimes and defend them, thinking that their intentions are, are good and that they in fact have no evil within. So one of the greatest things you can do is, uh, when it comes to defeating evil, is accepting your own inner darkness, to be present with it and not run from it, not reject it, not deny it. Uh, because when we do that, we ultimately perpetuate it where we claim innocence, we claim ignorant, but at the end of the day, we are making choices and those choices have consequences. And when we choose to act from a place of denial, we are in essence rejecting the truth and that can create devastating consequences. Now in truth, evil has power in this world. Evil is a creation, it has influence, and the worst thing we can do is underestimate the power of evil. Uh, what's important to understand is that the only reason evil has power, the only fuel that it gets is the, the fuel that's given to it by positivity, by the good, by, by, by uh, God or the, by love. So evil cannot supply for itself because it has no true existence. It has no true connection to source. Uh, it is not actually authentic. It's not true. So when we accept neg negativity, right, when we understand why it's there, when we understand why it does what it does, when we have compassion for it, and ultimately when we work on ourselves to stay balanced inwardly, not to live in fear or run from it, when we are fully present and vulnerable and authentic, we are taking back our power from negativity. When we react in fear, when we, uh, when we are uh, defensive, when we fight, when we are, are in essence uh, in pain and acting on that pain, we are giving fuel to the to evil forces. So the more we identify with the light within, the more we heal and the more whole we become, the more we nurture and identify with the God within, then ultimately the less negativity can influence us and ultimately the less power it has over our lives. A really incredible tangible example of this battle of good versus evil is the struggle of an addict. Uh, when an addict is reaching for their drug of choice to escape their pain, to escape their present moment experience, in essence, they are giving in to an illusion, a false hope that their drug of choice can save them from their pain and from their darkness. And in reality, it cannot do anything for us. Uh, the drug of choice is like, in essence, evil that's deceiving its intentions, which is just to take, 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 and never give. And in reality, the only true thing that can save a person from darkness is their own light, their own authenticity, their own present moment awareness, their own self-love. Uh, now, the drug of choice is like a narcissistic manipulator, right? The drug of choice offers peace, it offers joy, it offers salvation, and in essence, every single time, it just betrays the person. And this is not the nature of good. This is not the nature of God. This is not the nature of love. Uh, this is the nature of evil, deception, like we mentioned. So when we get fully present and we accept that we are in our nature, love, and by being our authentic self and displaying the nature of that authenticity by expressing it and by being love, by being yourself, we all have the tools within us to defeat the defeat addiction, defeat, defeat negativity, to defeat the forces of, of evil. So when we are loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, nurturing our authentic self and being there for ourselves, physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, we are giving ourself truth. We're giving ourselves love. And this is sustainable. And this is why, this is how we heal. And this is why by doing this, we can ultimately sustainably be sober. And when we reach for uh, these things in our drug of choice, when we reach for the escape, we are only going to get betrayed in the same way evil is deceived by false promises and beautiful facades, which in reality, deep down, have negative intentions and don't have any true existence. So when we are fully present and when we tap into higher consciousness, right, we connect to God or higher power, when we tap into the present moment, the power of the present moment, 
the this power is where we are actually loved, nurtured, accepted, and never rejected and never betrayed. And the na na the nature of the present moment is unconditional love, and this energy will never betray, never deceive. It's an, it's eternally compassionate, loving, and forgiving. So the road to recovery after after addiction is to realize the truth in the lie. It's to realize the pain that we've been running from. It's to accept who we truly are, which is the truth is that we are lovable and infinitely compassionate. It's to realize that the, the lies we believe that we're not lovable or not acceptable or the shame that we reacted to thinking that this is who we are, that's not who we are. And deep down the truth that these lies have been hiding is that we are lovable, we are acceptable, we are acceptable. And it's to forgive because we see the innocence of our own actions that at the core, this was pain, these are shortcomings and misdoings that we did as a result of things we've gone through. And uh, this compassion allows us, this perspective allows us to forgive, to have compassion and to ultimately, to ultimately move forward. So true and sustainable sobriety can only happen if we realize that the only thing on the planet that can help us is our present moment awareness, our connection to the divine. Once we realize this, uh, and we utilize it, we tap in and we realize that what we've been running from is spiritual connection. We realize that no one else can give us this spiritual connection. And uh, it's realizing that there's a certain peace, uh, realizing that, they're, that we're protected, we're loved, we're accepted by this present moment energy. And when we experience that, then we will stop running for the drug of choice for our salvation, for inner peace. And unless we heal our wounds, unless we understand that our pain from trauma is a result of something that happened to us that was simply not our fault, when we realize that these experiences disconnected us from our connection uh, to the present moment, from uncondition unconditional love, from God, uh, we will, you know, when, when we when, when we realize that, then we will stop chasing lies and the deception that addiction seems to offer but never gives. Now, one of the greatest tools against evil is the ability to discern, it's discernment. So when we don't realize that evil is evil, right? When we think it is good, when it's deceptive, it has the power to deceive us. The only power it has is when we don't realize it's evil. So when we do realize what evil is, when we see the nuance, when we call it out, we call out negativity, we understand that it is not good for us, it's not something we wanna nurture, uh, then ultimately that awareness allows us to never be deceived. Uh, nowadays, in today's world, it seems that evil is so good at appearing uh, good. It, it's so talented, it, it hides its true intentions. No one even really knows it's narcissism going on because everyone thinks it's perfectly okay. That's the way it hides. It hides its evil intense intentions. And pe really, very many people do not understand what, it, what the, evil, the evils of today. And as a result of that, because there's so much deception, uh, evil is winning. Uh, immensely and it has incredible power and it's gaining more and more power as time goes on and this is why as i see it addiction is on the rise suicide is on the rise and ultimately why narcissism is rampant that being said awareness like i mentioned awareness of evil awareness of narcissism and the ability to be present be vulnerable be authentic in the face of darkness and not react but rather observe the evil and see it for what it is this allows us to discern between what is good for us and what is not, what is destructive and what is not, what is good, uh, and therefore give us the best chance of choosing that which is good, that which is authentic, that which is true, that which is unconditionally loving, and ultimately that which is God. So to finish off, um, according to many religious philosophies, uh, within each person there exists both good and evil, and the more we nurture the good, the more we nurture the positive qualities, the more we overcome challenges, the more we grow, learn life lessons, then the more light we are capable of shining, the more goodness, essentially, 
we spread and the, 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 more, uh, the more authentic we become, the more ourselves we become. And the same goes for the evil within. The more we give in to our negative thinking, uh, our negative impulses, the more we allow our addictive uh, addictions to take hold, the more we nurture the negativity and darkness within. Uh, and as a consequence of that, the more negative and destructive our, ha- our behavior becomes. And every single day, we, we have a choice. In every single moment, we have a choice. Which force are we going to fuel and which force are we going to allow to control us, to, to fuel us, to, to motivate us? And the more we nurture the positivity within, the more we heal, the more we grow, the easier it is to then continue to give into that habit and ulti- ultimately become more and more expansive, expansive, leading to more and more love and light. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. Until next time, all the very best.